pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We have the NFL playoffs. Finally, we're embarking on what we've all been waiting for. We get through 17 weeks of the regular season. And, of course, COVID has just added a, a whole new element uh, where we're holding our breath, just hold, hoping to get through the season. But here we are, and we're excited to bring on our next guest, NFL Network's Brian Billick, joining us, former Ravens head coach, Super Bowl winning head coach. Coach Billick, welcome in, sir. How are you? Great to be there uh, with you. I appreciate it. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm, I'm, I'm a native of Dayton. I was born in Dayton, Ohio. Oh, yeah. Okay. And of course, we, we the last time we spoke with you, you were in the process Way of moving. Time ago. Yeah, <laughs> we are back now. I'm in Columbus, so gotten a little closer and a good time to be in Columbus with the Buckeyes doing well. Absolutely. We, we will definitely pick your brain on that coming up in a moment. But the big headline out of the NFL today, uh, obviously, you know, the Brown Steelers, the build up to that Sunday night football. That's the one I have circled, obviously, for, you know, you could see right there, there you go. why I have it circled and ready to go. <laughs> but uh, obviously the headlines today, no Kevin Stefanski, another COVID outbreak, three straight weeks where the Browns have had to shut down the facility. This is just part of playing during a pandemic, unfortunately, and the Browns have had a great season. But this is the headline heading into their first playoff game in 18 years what was your initial reaction when you heard of this yeah it's it's regrettable because i would agree how great it is and obviously i'm surrounded by cleveland fans here as well our next door neighbor is just he's, he goes apoplectic every time <laughs> the the browns do something good and was so worried about the weekend um and this is what the league was worried about i think the league's done a magnificent job of navigating obviously unique unique circumstance uh and it has challenged some teams and when people were available uh, hoping to avoid that once we got into the playoffs, that there was some separation, that that wouldn't affect the playoff games. But that was probably a little over-optimistic. And again, if that holds, uh, it's just it's just regrettable because uh, it looks like a great playoff field. It looks like a great playoff across the board with some great matchups. And you hate that it's going to be affected by the unique circumstance we're in right now. Coach, what would be the fair thing to do with this game with the Browns and Steelers? I, you know, I don't, unfortunately, you know, the league again has negotiated this during the week in terms of delaying some games and postponing with the playoffs. I just, I just don't know that we can do anything. I, I just, if a day maybe would make a difference, but the problem is, um, now you're talking about a competitive balance that if you delay this, say to a Monday or a Tuesday, then the winner is going to have that short week going forward. And that gives a competitive advantage to the team that they're going to end up playing. So uh, this is a tough one for the league, and and it's got to be viewed. I guess uh, it may be a day if they can uh, delay it uh, would help and, and make a difference. But their hands are going to be tied a little bit because you know for every action there's going to be an opposite and equal reaction that could obviously now look at it and go, well, that you know is that competitively fair? We last year's Browns team, this year's Browns team. One of the biggest changes, of course, was that head coach Kevin Stefanski's done a fantastic job. Um, obviously, his thumbprints are going to be all over the game plan. He's still going to be coaching remotely, at least you know, for, you know, prep wise and throughout the week. But how big of a deal is it? You being a former head coach, you could be prepping with your team all week with your presence not on the sideline. How much of a blow is that for a team like Cleveland and your as being a former coach? How big of a blow is that? 
Yeah, it, it is. It's tough. I'm a coach. You know, I'd like to think it makes a difference. Uh, I was just yeah. doing a, a, a podcast where I related back to our, our first playoff game with the Ravens was against the uh, Denver Broncos. And it was the year we went to the Super Bowl, but you know, it was kind of a magical year for us. But that very first game, Denver Broncos, Mike Shanahan had two Super Bowls. I'm a second-year mm-hmm. head coach. So I told my players, guys, if it comes down to me versus Shanahan, we're going to get our ass whooped, okay? <laughs> this guy's got to right? So this is on you, okay? Now, obviously, there was a reason why I was basically trying to, to, to invest them in the process, saying, guys, this is what it really comes down to anyway. So on the player, I'm sure the players will pick that mantra up a little bit. Uh, Coach Stefanski, who's done a great job, will kind of set the table saying, guys, I don't cross that white line anyway. So we'll get this orchestrated. We'll be okay. You guys go out and you're going to have to get this. So many other great matchups this weekend. Which one are you looking forward to the most? Boy, they're all they're all good. That's the thing that I think is so intriguing. I think that Indianapolis-Buffalo game is going to be, I mean, Buffalo and, and what uh, Josh Allen's doing is so spectacular. This guy and the improvement that he's made from last year. Indy is one of, is kind of a sneaky team. You know, they're sneaky good. They're really good on defense. That running game's got cranked up. Phillip mm-hmm. Rivers is playing as well as we've seen Phillip Rivers play. So this is a good football team, over, even though they've kind of been under the radar just a little bit. Um, certainly Baltimore and Tennessee. Baltimore, I think, is the best team in the league right now. I'm biased, obviously. But they, they, the balance they have, offense, defense, their ability to run the ball, and, and the, 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 the third factor is the special teams. We don't talk about it much, but with Sam Cook and Justin Tucker, uh, that's a mm-hmm. huge advantage uh, for teams. So, uh, but Tennessee has got uh, uh, Derrick Henry, which to me is the most dominant player in the playoffs right now. His ability to take over a game and and to win that time of possession. So, uh, yeah, a couple of really good games. NFL Network's Brian Billick, former Super Bowl winning head coach with the Baltimore Ravens with us here. Coach, the, the Kansas City Chiefs reigning Super Bowl champs, stick in the, stay in the AFC real quick. The gap between them and the field is what in your eyes? Is it a foregone conclusion that the Chiefs are going to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl? Well, they're, they're pretty darn good. Yeah, and, and, and obviously Patrick Mahomes is spectacular. But as I rank the playoff field, I really think Baltimore's the best complete team. Now, does that mean they can beat Kansas City in Kansas City? We'll find out. They're, they're a team. That's the thing about Kansas City. Their strength is they're never out of it. They, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't matter what. The, I don't care how far you get down. We saw that in the playoffs last year. So uh, that that's a real advantage going in. Uh, I think, as I said, I think Baltimore is the best overall team, offense, defense, special teams. But what Kansas City does is something special. Uh, I think they can be beaten. Will they? I, you know, I don't know. In Kansas City, it's going to be tough. You talk about the games that we're having, but, you know, there's no fans this year for the playoffs. And one of the biggest things is home field advantage. How do you think that's going to affect the playoffs with no fans being in the stadiums this season? It clearly, you know, that coveting that home game in the playoffs, which is very, very real. Uh, you're talking about in, in places now where normally it's so tough to play. Uh, that that you have to go to Seattle, you have to go to New Orleans, mm-hmm. you have to go to Kansas City. Those are prohibitive places to play, particularly in the playoffs. That is a tangible, real advantage. So so clearly, it's still it's nice to be at home. But the biggest advantage is in places like that. That noise, the defense has a great advantage because of the get off. Offenses are struggling to deal with the noise, and you get that good jump, particularly when you're talking about Seattle and at New Orleans. So to not have that, for that not to be an issue, it's not a disadvantage, but it's not the advantage that you would normally have. 
speaking, you know, heading into the playoffs, you know, everyone likes to talk about upsets. Of, of all the matchups heading into this first weekend, what's the one matchup you look at and say an upset could occur? For me, Washington over Tampa just because of Washington's defense. I have Washington uh, as my upset of the week. Who, who would be your upset of the weekend? Yeah, they're all possible. That's the great thing about wild card. Yeah. You know, that, that there's always that. I mean, we went in as, as a low seed. Uh, and we were on, you know, it, uh, when we won our Super Bowl, and that's a hard run. So when you win as a lower seed, it's, it's just something special. But we see it all the time. Um, there's some great matchups. I think the the biggest surprise to me, you know, obviously I think there are some. I, I think I don't know if Chicago can keep up with New Orleans. That would probably be my biggest surprise if Chicago were able to win. I think Washington's capable of keeping up with Tampa Bay. I think Tampa Bay matches up particularly well with them. Tom Brady, if he gets the small ball going and with the big receivers down the field, uh, I think the biggest potential upset uh, could be the Rams in Seattle. I think Seattle's better there at home. Rams have been up and down. Uh, that quarterback situation obviously has changed, but that Rams defense is something special. So if I guess if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with the Rams in Seattle. You talk about the playoffs, Coach, and I must be honest, Going into the season, I wasn't a fan of expanding the playoffs, letting the extra team in and only one team getting a bye. What are your thoughts about this new playoff format? Well, the thing that I like about it is it made more teams viable in the end. I mean, we had eight playoff spots still to be determined going into week 17. So that just diminishes by tenfold the number of you know games that just don't mean anything. So from that standpoint, I think it's a good thing. Um, I agree. I'm, I'm not a, you know, you don't want this to get like hockey where you play an entire season and you eliminate two teams, you know, right. and everybody gets into the playoffs. There's got to be some value in it. I've long advocated that in the playoffs that we reseed in the playoffs. I think that would go a long way to keeping teams in it long. I mean, the fact that, that a, a, what is it, 11 and five Tampa Bay team has to go into <laughs> a, a seven and nine or a six and 10. Well, I mean, that's just not right. That's not the right. American way. Plus, if you reseeded, not only would you have teams staying in it because they want that buy, but if you if it changed the seeding, you might keep more games viable near the end of the season. Uh, and people are saying, well, if you win the division, you deserve to have a playoff game at home. No, Washington is not. <laughs> no disrespect to Washington, but I mean, man, you're in the playoffs at, at what is it, six and ten? Yeah. I mean, my God, or seven and nine? My God, that you already got your 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 uh, dues by winning the division by just getting to be in the playoffs to also now host a home game I would read see the playoffs one through seven. What were your thoughts about that Sunday night game with Philadelphia and the Washington football team and them pulling Jalen Hurts out the game? Well, you know, and, and a lot of people have been questioning that and questioning what uh, uh, Doug Peterson was doing. Other than a couple good runs, Jalen Hurts was struggling. Now, yeah. I mean, he wasn't throwing the ball particularly well. So I, I, there's no question in my mind, Doug Peterson, whether it was right or wrong, thought he was doing the right thing to try to make something happen um, because Hurts just wasn't getting it done in the passing game. Running around, he was doing fine. And Washington is very well suited, I think, to limit a player like mm-hmm. like Jalen Hurst because of that front seven. Um, so, yeah, I, I think people are making too much of it that he made the move for other reasons other than the fact Jalen Hurst wasn't playing well. Brian Billick, NFL Network analyst, former Super Bowl winning head coach with the Ravens, good enough to join us. Coach, we'll send you out with this little college question for you. Alabama, yeah. Ohio State's national championship game coming up this Monday. 
Who's your pick? I mean, uh, two great teams, two great offenses. I mean, stars oh, yeah. on both sides of the ball. Who are you picking in this one? And remember, you live in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, I do have to go out and get my mail. You know, yeah. I do have to go to the store. So, oh, absolutely. It's Buckeyes all the way. My, my youngest daughter went to uh, to Ohio State, and, and I'm a native Ohioan. So, sure, I'm pulling for the Buckeyes. Are they capable of this? Yes, they're a good football team. And certainly Justin Fields is a wild card. Now, having said that, Alabama is pretty darn good. Mm-hmm. And they can beat you in a lot of ways. But I think I think uh, the fact that that uh, the strength that Ohio State has, I don't think their defense has gotten the credit that it deserves, and so I think they're going to be better than people might think. And, and certainly Justin Fields has a has a chance to, like he did in the Clemson game, really establish himself as 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 the guy uh, against the best you know the best team in, in college football, Alabama. Talking about him establishing himself, the Jaguar. I mean, if you're the head coach of the Jaguars, obviously Trevor Lawrence. Everyone has been saying he's the number. He was the number one pick two years ago for this year's draft. Uh, what what can Justin Fields do in this game coming up to potentially pass him, or maybe even level it up to where both are just you? You can't lose with either. He can give you some pause to think. Well, wait a minute here. It's interesting. I think the top three guys are are. The fact that they're so different and they're like guys, I think I think uh, uh, Trevor Lawrence is a little Joe Burrow-esque going, okay, so we, we can extrapolate that and think he can play that good. Um, certainly, uh, Justin Fields, you could, you could, I don't know that he's necessarily a Lamar Jackson. I don't know if he's that, that good an athlete, but certainly whether it's a Jalen uh, 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 Hurst or that type of player, um, that can run around in that combination. Uh, and then, and the young kid Wilson to me is a little like Justin Herbert mm-hmm. that's done so well in with the, the Los Angeles Chargers. So yeah, you're going to have to kind of decide well, who just, you know, this three pretty good choices. Uh, but yeah, I think with a good game against Alabama, uh, I think there are some people. And again, the organizations will have to decide, well, what is it we think we want to be mm-hmm. and wrap themselves around any one of these guys. Uh, and, and you, you could be doing pretty good. All right. Brian Billick, NFL Network Analyst, thank you so much for your time. Welcome to well, welcome back to Ohio. Uh, and take <laughs> yes, care. All right. All right. Thanks, Coach.